Welcome to Building Solutions with FAC. During FAC's annual conference, we had the pleasure of sitting down with a series of our most valuable corporate partners to understand the role they play alongside our counties. These partners represent subject matter experts in a wide variety of spaces and can provide essential guidance on some of the biggest issues facing our state today. Let's take a closer look at how these corporate partners are building solutions alongside our counties. What is up, good people of Florida? My name is Jared Grigas, and we are live from FACS Annual Conference. We are going behind the scenes today with some of our corporate partners to get to know them a little better. And right now, I am joined by Mr. Zach Dunlap from Inspired Technologies. How you doing, Zach? Doing great, Jared. We are certainly happy to have you here. Uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your role with Inspired, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So, uh... Again, Zach Dunlap. I'm the uh, Vice President of Business Development and Customer Relationships for Inspire Technologies. Uh, we are a managed IT support uh, company uh, based in Tallahassee, Florida. Started out actually in uh, the little town of Crawfordville, Florida in Wakulla County. I'm very familiar. Good shout out. Yeah. So I always, uh, always shout out for the uh, home, home crowd. <laughs> and. Uh, Started out with two people uh, 20 years ago. Now we're north of 100 W-2 employees, and we're currently doing IT support across the state of Florida. And uh, happy to be an, an endorsed business solution provider for the Florida Association of Counties. Very impressive, Zach. Sounds like you guys have uh, gone rags to riches pretty quickly. And uh, I know past president Ralph Thomas will certainly enjoy that Wakulla County shout out. I think Ralph actually tells that story like every every time we come to conference. Does he really? He's telling that same story to the point where I think I could, al like he can almost tell the story better than I do. <laughs> Loud and proud, you know, it's the only way to be. Why don't you help us uh, zero in a little more on what Inspire does and kind of what the landscape of uh, IT looks like these days? Sure. So I, the best way that I can do that is by telling a story. Let's hear it. So the story goes, you know, when we started out in Wakulla County 20 years ago, the one of our very first customers was the Wakulla County Board of County Commissioners. Sure. And the reason for them hiring a local firm like Inspire Technologies was because they had difficulty uh, finding and retaining uh, IT talent. And they found that it was more economical uh, to hire Inspire to come in and fill that gap, that need, uh, that the county had at the time for IT support. And since, <laughs> since 2002, that has now evolved and what we're seeing more and more now is where counties are trying to play catch-up when it comes to technology, whether that's uh, internal business systems and processes, uh, you know, navigating the world of cloud computing. The big item these days that is the top of mind of most every every county commissioner and county manager that's attending this conference is cybersecurity. And with that, uh, you have to have a trusted advisor that understands not only the IT infrastructure of your organization, but also understands how you do business, what the operations look like. Right. Uh, 
not just necessarily the ones and zeros of knowing how to fix things when they break, but understanding each individual process and how it relates to how the county does business, whether that's, you know, planning and zoning, whether that's uh, parks and rec, whether that's the uh, internal departments, uh, you know, the road department, whether that's waste management. All of these systems now are interconnected and the least common denominator and the single point of failure for a county entity is their technology because now we rely on internet connectivity uh we're we're you know 2020 uh during covid showed us exactly what it meant to go full remote workforce and the counties had to adapt on the fly and you know they're that puts a lot of stress on a county uh especially uh fiscally constrained counties when you start looking at you know kind of our where we started at in that rural county uh, environment was you had to do the best you could with what you had. Right. And now this has it's just evolved to the point now that counties, regardless of your size, uh, you could be as small as, you know, you could be a, a very small rural county or a very large metro county, but your requirements are still the same. Okay. It's a different now scaling wise is you know it's a lot different, but the same core functions exist in all of those counties, and the same need to protect those systems uh, are in place. So, as we started to kind of taking our approach, uh, especially working with FAC, and you know our we have a fantastic working relationship with the Florida Sheriffs Association as well, uh, and we are also an endorsed provider uh, for the Florida Sheriffs. But what we've another partner, another partner. <laughs> yes, it's all connected. It's a big family. <laughs> uh, so it's just that there weren't there weren't a lot of people running to this fire twenty years ago. Yeah, uh, that's still true today. There's not a lot of companies that are running in to want to help the rural counties with their IT needs, uh, and that's where we've really taken uh, a strong approach. Uh, our methodology, uh, the way that we conduct our business and our operations really is very strategically aligned with what the county see as their mission going forward and their entire strategic action plan as it pertains to technology. Gotcha. Hey, summed that up perfectly, it sounds like. I've got this down, Pat. I've <laughs> Here at conference. Not like your I, first rodeo. I was about to say, I've, I, I practice this, uh, this elevator <laughs> pitch a lot. So uh, it, not our first rodeo, but one of the things that when we come to our conferences, it, it's not so much that we're we're more in the consulting role right um you know we we're not a firm where we're actively soliciting uh, a lot of our a lot of our business actually comes by word of mouth referral counties referring us to other counties and and part of that's just the, the relationships that we've created over the years and being that trusted partner um you know we've we've touched projects uh from you know basically on the county it support side we've done We've done massive broadband projects uh, across the United States. Um, we've we've uh, worked in the the cybersecurity realm for the last mm, going on seven years now. When it pertains to sheriff's office operations, the security around the nine one one systems, right. and and in the elections world as well in Florida. So we've gotten a lot of experience and a lot of exposure that just not a lot of people have. And we've made our reputation as being the problem solver. If somebody has a problem, we're usually the first call. And that, that, 
to be quite honest, that has been one of the things that is both a blessing and a curse for us because what we do as a business is very labor intensive. Um, we we're constantly trying to recruit the right people. So I'm on a first name basis with just about every single college and university that has an IT department in the state of Florida. Uh, and we're constantly recruiting. And, you know, part of that is because we, we've made a commitment to the Florida Association of Counties and to be a good partner means when there's a problem, we answer the call. And, you know, that has been, um, that's been tantamount to our success. Uh, we're very proud to be a partner with FAC, and we're we're just so thrilled to be here. Uh, and it, and it gives us a time to to you know be around our clients and our friends uh, here at conference, and you know bouncing new ideas, hearing from you know other vendors, and you know just to just being around and being that you know that technical advisor for. Makes everyone better, I think. I think it does. You know, the the concept of iron sharpens iron, but, you know, being at these conferences, it really does help. We get to see things that are coming down the pipe, sharing of new ideas, um, you know, talking with other vendors, other technology uh, companies that are, you know, whether they're software solution sets or, you know, hardware providers, uh, gives us a great deal of, you know, um, just, just a great deal of more knowledge that we can take away from those. Obviously, our counties are very grateful to have you guys here. Yes. Uh, for those that still need a reality check, what are some of the biggest challenges you're seeing in these fields today? So, from our perspective, what we're seeing more and more now is the management. Okay. Um, what what happens uh, in most counties is you have a lot of different systems in place, whether those are different applications, whether those are different job functions. But it all falls back on technology. Now you add this layer of, we'll just call it compliance, and some of the new uh, legislation that's coming out as it pertains to cybersecurity, uh, some of the new rule sets, some of the new offerings uh, that are coming out for counties, uh, some of the grants that are available. And what has really happened now is the counties are in a position where they're, they're receiving a lot of information and they're coming back to saying we don't have an action plan to implement Get based from on point A to point B. For point A to point yeah. B, what does the roadmap look like? You know, and that we've we've had that conversation with several counties here, and you know, just discussing you know kind of what their their cybersecurity posture, you know, what should we do? You know, we're we're hearing all of this information. You know, we're hearing you know these you know, ransomware attacks and we should be doing these things, how, where do we start? And not just in the where do we start, but how do we, how do we manage all of it? And that's been, that's been one of the, the sticking points from this conference that, you know, it does ring home for us because, you know, that, that is something that we are uh, providing for our, you know, our counties. And, you know, what we're hearing more and more is they're needing more help uh, in that, in the world of you know cybersecurity, that, that that seems to be the the main sticking point, and you know it's the hot topic because of all of the recent ransomware attacks. Right. Uh, many of you know counties and municipalities in particular uh, have been affected, and based on you know the the new uh, law uh, where you know 
we're no longer no county or you know municipal entity is allowed allowed to pay it so you're not paying ransomware so how do you what do you do then when you do get a ransomware attack and you, you know the like we i always say you know the the best cure is prevention like prevent ransomware from happening so in that you know it's not so much that what do we do if we get ransomware it's how do we ensure that we never get ransomware you're asking the wrong questions you're asking the wrong (laughs) questions so it's not a okay we don't pay ransomware it's how how do we not get affected how are how do we prevent ourselves and how do we limit our threat vector down to a point where if it does happen and we have a break glass moment emergency what does the action plan look like and then how do we how do we respond effectively those are all tool sets that you know through as as we have communicated with our constituents these are things that we actually do offer um, from you know basically coming in as a managed cybersecurity provider where you can you can offload that responsibility or you know you can have a partner in that if a county does have their own IT support or if they don't have their own IT support, they can still get that same roadmap. And I think that's what that's what a lot of the counties, you know, it's a big concern. There's a lot of talking points. There's a lot of, you know, um, there's a lot of information. There's a lot of misinformation out there. And just be able to navigate that has been, you know, critical. So being able to be that person and, you know, fill that need for, for our counties uh, has, you know, it, it's a great responsibility. Uh, it's something that, you know, we have taken ownership and we will, you know, provide that uh, for our constituents. And I think that that really helps. Uh, I've heard it from several counties that just, you know, guys said they, uh, one in particular was, you know, made the comment that they sleep better at night knowing that there's a company like us that's there. And in fact, they are a client of ours. But That is a heck of a compliment. But we're there to make sure that these things don't happen. But, you know, n- no, there isn't any system design that's 100%, you know, <laughs> foolproof. Right, uh, They're, you know, the biggest, you know, things that we keep hearing about, is, especially with it, you know, when it comes to uh, cybersecurity events or ransomware, malware, is the human element, which is, you know, staff, uh, which, you know, we... You know, clicking Make on links you're not supposed you know, to. Yeah. You know, I opened the wrong email. You know, it said free pizza. So, you know, you just compelling being, case. Compelling yeah. case. So, you just want to be able to educate people on that. But at the same time, if an incident does respond, you know that you have a team in place to handle it accordingly. And you know that that sort of peace of mind. It's hard. You know that I think that's the one of the things that we do a great job of is being able to you know, provide that peace of mind for our, our counties. For sure. While I have you here, uh, let's redirect toward broadband for a second, if you're comfortable sure. uh, talking that. Absolutely. What is that landscape looking like these days? I know this is a, you know, priority issue for a lot of our counties. Yeah, it very much is. And, you know, part of, uh, I will say this as, you know, the kind of being in, involved uh, with those conversations from uh, many years prior and where the state and the federal government uh, are positioning themselves for great success with this is by more engagement with the local communities and um, basically not trying to layer a one-size-fits-all solution. 
and I've, I've seen uh, communications from you know Department of Department of Economic Opportunity with DEO. Um, their uh, their broadband team has been fantastic. The communications, the 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 workshops, the and I think that's where you know. I tr- truly believe the success of this will be the communication to the communities. And, and they've provided a lot of education tools uh, to, to get people up to speed on what you have. No pun intended. And, right. <laughs> up to speed, no pun intended. But, yeah, I mean, we're, 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 trying to, we're trying to, you know, basically, you know, solve the digital divide. Yeah. And, again, you know, we, we look back on uh, – 2020 as being an eye-opener to say, oh, no, you know, there, there's a lot of people who don't have access to high-speed Internet. And it's not it, it it's not just a rural problem. Right, I think COVID, you know, just I, yeah, COVID really just, blew yeah, that open. <laughs> when everybody had to work from home, we quickly realized uh, our Internet capabilities as a nation. very unprepared. We were very unprepared for that. So I, I think that the uh, the measures taken by the state, this first round of grant money is coming, uh, being awarded uh and approved through, you know, Governor DeSantis, you know, taking the lead and really getting ahead of of where the federal dollars were coming from by right. going ahead and saying, no, we're going to go ahead and, and fl- we're going to we're going to get Florida in a position to succeed. So we're going to continue, you know, pushing uh, towards the ultimate goal of a fully covered Florida. Uh, I mean, that that is a huge undertaking. And basically by county by county and how they're accomplishing that goal. Uh, through strategic partnerships with, you know, the existing internet service providers, uh, working on, you know, kind of out-of-the-box solution sets and what they're, um, you know, what they're seeing as far as, you know, from, you know, fixed wireless technologies, you know, to fiber-to-the-home projects. It's it's very much a uh, all-hands-on-deck effort. Absolutely. And, and, it's, and it's slowly but surely uh, coming to fruition. So, I think what you'll see in the next two years, uh, especially with the uh, BEAD grant money, uh, the, uh, the broadband uh, grants coming from the federal government, is you'll see not only kind of a, a phase one, phase two, phase three approach where this initial round of state dollars uh, that are going to these projects in you know, specific cities and communities and uh, special districts, you're starting to see some momentum there. Um, there are more people engaged. This is a huge issue for Florida. Uh, I will say that you know this is one of the big you know big ticket items that uh, we have to address. But I think the state has positioned itself in an opportunity to to really show success by not trying to go too big too quickly and very much address this at the local county issue. And kudos because what will work in Liberty County may not work in Okeechobee course what will work in highlands may not work in you know it's got to be a tailored in bradford fit. Yep. it's a tailored fit because every county is a little bit different in their demographics the geography of that county the existing solution providers the uh, just the entire landscape right uh so every county um that so far uh with the local technology planning teams that we've been able to either be a part of or be able to actually be on the uh local technology planning teams they've really done their due diligence and it's been a i mean it's been an amazing uh uh, cooperative effort with not just private entities but uh government schools you know basically that public private uh 
I would think would the correct word be the the public private partnership that has now been created to ensure that this gets done. Uh, that's uh, that's different. Uh, that we've not had that before in the past. Uh, that's something that everybody's a stakeholder here. Everybody's a stakeholder, and you know, part of that is, is you know because we we have not not just that we have skin in the game on this, but um, there is a momentum and an opportunity to get this right the first time, and all eyes are on it. So not just the that, that puts a lot of weight and responsibility on those stakeholders that are you know leading these projects. However, they've never had the ability nor the funding to do this before. Uh, this is this is one of the biggest infrastructure projects uh, that our country has ever done. This is definitely one of the biggest infrastructure projects that Florida has done on a state level. So that's a lot. <laughs> no, but, appreciate you hitting on it. You know, Jeff Scala would kill me if I didn't, you know, show broadband to Low Love. So uh, Jeff, you know, listen, Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff got a shout out. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's happy. Uh, while I have you, one last thing. Uh, just give us the biggest takeaway for all of our listeners, all of our membership here, uh, that they should take away from this conversation today. So for both our, for both our counties, and the constituents of those counties. What I would say is is that your leadership at both the the county level, starting from your constitutional officers to your uh, commissioners uh, to your county managers and all of your all of your county officials are more on the same page now than they have ever been, and that is. When you've got all 67 counties on the same sheet of music, and they're all saying the same thing, and, they're, and this is a voice that's echoing across the state. Mm-hmm. So what it's done is it showed that the, the voters of those counties and the constituents that live in those counties, they're listening. They are taking actionable items. They're, they're going before the state legislation. They're going before their, your legislators. You know, everybody's all hands on deck. They're all pushing the top priorities as they see them from their constituents. And the biggest one is broadband, uh, especially, you know, bridging the digital divide. That is the biggest issue. Uh, and it's not just falling on deaf ears. We're seeing project after project after project starting. We're seeing actionable items. We're actually tracking metrics. We're showing success stories now, the likes of which we, we haven't in Ever. So this has been, you know, I would say an eye-opener for not just the counties, but to actually see things getting done. And that just goes to show you that, you know, when, when, you, have a, uh, when you have collaboration, when you have conferences, when you have these people and they're in these rooms and they're, you know, they're having these sessions, they're having these discussions, they're meeting, they're all, it's an exchange of ideas and best practices that they take back to their counties and it just improves everybody's life and i you know the the old saying goes is the rising tide lifts all boats and it's true so i would say that you know without a doubt you know the hard work uh that fact does behind the scenes putting this on jared the hard work that you do here you know you know having this podcast it doesn't go uh you know, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. It's very much appreciated. Um, the hard work uh, that FAC is doing to not just, you know, get the message out there to help, you know, educate our communities and, and, and really 
make sure that it's not just lip service, you know, thumbs up, we've got you. Uh, They're coming back with it. Here, we heard you. This is what we did. This is how we're doing it. And this is when it's going to get done. That's different. Um, So I would say that the biggest takeaway has been the responsiveness to what the, to the loudest voices and what they were saying. It wasn't, it's like, we hear you, we're on it. Well, I'm ready to run through a brick wall after Heck that. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my favorite. You, uh, my coach's speech. <laughs> Win one for the Gipper. You paint a pretty optimistic picture here. Uh, so, you know, hopefully we can get this thing across the finish line. Uh, listen, it's, it's great to be living in the free state of Florida. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, this is the sunshine state, so I can paint a very sunny picture of what the future of Florida looks like. <laughs> Well, thank you, Zach, and thank you to Inspired, obviously, for you know, all this continued uh, we, work uh, in this space. We really appreciate having you. Uh, we, we're just we're so pleased to be here and, and, you know, just appreciative of, you know, this great honor and, you know, the trust that FACT puts into us. And, you know, anytime that we can give back and, and help, that's, that's what we're about. Love to hear it, man. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, this has been FACT Behind the Scenes, and we are signing off.